Well, here we are again, Craig. Scratch cast hey. in full wield. Hey, Mick. How are you? We, we got to hang out, man. We just do this. I That's know. The only... It all seems like we do, but I don't know. This is fun, but it seems yeah. like a long way between. Well, let's get some beers going, and I got to come out to a skate. I think I'm going to have some time next week. I'm going to get on my bike, and I'm, I think I'm going to come out to Paul's okay. skate. Sunday if morning, I can get in. We could use you Sunday morning. Coach K's back. So, yeah, uh, you don't have that many pylons, huh? Me? You can use me. <laughs> I told you, just stand behind me, and I'm sure to cough the fuck up to you. <laughs> just push me if I get anything that looks remotely close to a breakaway. How are you going to ride your bike there? <laughs> <laughs> How do you have gear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the drummer who is, you know, he's a great drummer and everything, but he rides a motorcycle. Right, right. Hey, guys, I need a ride. <laughs> so anyway, uh, to dispense with all that and get off my freaking lame hockey skills, um, today is... An even bigger scratch cast, the biggest one ever. Because in the studio today are some of the most talented, freaking amazingly poppy cats. And you guys all know, I've said it, I'm very shameless about it. I'm a fucking pop addict. And uh, I can't say enough about these guys, so I'm not going to say that much. Our fives in the studio today. Hi, guys. Hey, boys. How you doing? Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for making it out. By the way, I'm still tired from chasing you two around yesterday. <laughs> I know. We were missing Riker. We need yeah. Riker. Yeah. Okay, well, we can start there because this is what I see, okay? And this is coming from, I don't know if you guys know Chip and Pepper, but I'm sitting on the bench. We're playing these guys. They're, they're The clothing cool. guys. Yeah. They, they make jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just But they're okay. just two guys. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine three. Mm. All right. Oh, we so have a younger, four. We have a younger brother, too. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so you guys all line up. You're all forwards, I take it? Uh, uh, D... One I, yeah. I kind of play like D sometimes, and then I'll like play forward sometimes. Okay, but tell me if I'm wrong, okay? Yeah. Fa- initial face-off. Ding, 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 goal. <laughs> right? Well, if they're all on the same line, that's pretty much how it goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, what, that's like, what I see. They like to split us up, though, because what happens is sometimes we're the fastest guys at the skate. So if you have a whole team of fast guys and the slow guys, it's kind of unfair. Well, <laughs> so they try to yeah. split us up all the time. Put it this way. Yesterday I was on the other side, and we had to make a trade to get Rocky to come over with yeah. us to ma- even it out a little bit more. Hey, and, and it was way, even. I like playing D with you. Yeah, yeah, dude. I enjoy playing D with you as well. You, they, they, you guys gave us to Carlo. He's, he's doing pretty good, too, actually. <laughs> So here's here's an even exchange. Here's the thing, though. If I'm if I like if you guys get stuck with me, do you ever pass to me, or do you guys just look for each other? No, no, no. I'm me. I think we all play this way. Actually, we're we're passers. There's those dudes that drop in that are just like, yo, I'm gonna skate the whole time. Yeah. Where's the fun in that? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All you're looking for is each other, and it's just like not even a sport anymore. No, no fun. That's cool, man. Right on. We also we also have dad. He he skates with us as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. Four total. Five, Five total. Five We, we yeah. can do a full line. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, How old's your dad? He's probably a really young he's guy, He's almost too. 60. Yeah, he's almost oh, 60. Oh, wow. Well, no, he's, he's, he's 55. 55, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's Half oh, I didn't but. think he was going to be older than me. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> he said his goal is to be like Paul, so he can be 80 years old and still playing hockey. Paul's totally. still doing it. Yeah, dude. That guy's totally. killing it. And you never, you can't take him for granted. If you're looking around or not paying attention, he's sending it the yeah. other way. Oh yeah. man, there's been so many times I've underestimated that dude on the ice. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he'll, I'll be skating down and he'll just go poke. The, the puck's best gone. What, like, what the hell? How, yeah. how, Paul, how'd you do the that? The whole bench just erupts. They're just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. he's he's the number one celebrity there. Yeah, it's he amazing. Is. You know that day that you said, I can't remember how you worded it, but it just came off. It's so cryptic. It was like, do you know Paul? Oh, and I just went, holy fuck, no! Yeah. My heart just sank, dude. You went, oh no, yeah, because yeah. I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you, you didn't elaborate, I, right? Like you know, Paul, and I Question just mark? predicted what was what coming happened? next. Yeah, oh, it scared shit. the fuck out yeah. of me. I know. So, Sorry. Anyway, I, but I got happy. <laughs> I got happy. He's now still kicking it, still going strong. Love so. you, Paul. Doing well. Yeah, Paul's a good dude. Right on. Okay, so Avs fans. Yeah, yeah. We had, we didn't have the yes. best year for the Avalanche, but we we stood by them as much as possible. But we've been in um, we've been taking hiatus from our Avalanche. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been in California for a while, so uh, we're we're big Kings. Aha! Uh-huh. I told Atta my boy. wife, watch they transition to the Kings. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're still loyal to their. Uh, yeah, loyalty. Yeah, like yeah, once they're better. Kings, yeah. Right. Where you know we we kind of root for the Avs, but yeah, in any right. other circumstance, we're definitely hardcore Kings fans. So, were you, how did you guys feel when my team took Ryan O'Reilly from you guys? Oh, oh Buffalo Sabers! Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Fun fact. Go um, ahead. My uh, hockey double in my the last movie I did was Sam Reinhardt. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's and we all were playing like three on three, like really at lunch and stuff, and at all wow. our breaks, we just and like, you're better than him, right? Oh, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could have been in the NHL, but I said, Sam, you People know, can't what? figure him out. They can't. They can't get him. They call him something. I forgot because I go on Hockey Buzz. Mm-hmm check it all out with my team and all that and what yeah. everybody's saying and I don't know they can't they can't decide whether he's a two or a three or what mm. right yeah I was pretty bummed about O'Reilly I love Ryan O'Reilly so but I mean we, we yeah. saw a game with uh, Kings and, and Sabres that it was a really fun game what what was going did he not get along with uh, Wah I, thi- I, I think um, I think it was uh, a contract thing I think yeah. it was for money That's I don't really know I'm just kind of yeah, guessing he's, here it but like he's that. like the superstar in Buffalo now, where he was like maybe two, you know, two or three. Right. In, yeah, more ice time. Now. I want to lead the team. That yeah, kind of thing. I yeah. think I think it was that because like he's like the captain, right now. Oh well, he's he might not be the captain, but he's close to it. And if you are looking for a place to go where they need leadership and you can be the guy, Buffalo is pretty much right. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's hard to get people to go there. Do they even have uh, anything yet? General manager, coach. Uh, they, yeah, they, they they got rid of everybody. Yeah, oh, they just, really? the owner, oh, really? house. the owner made a point and just cleaned house, which I, you know, good for him actually. Yeah, these guys had done two years out of five. He just freaking said, yeah, screw it. you know, you have all these prima donnas or the guy from their ways and like the assistant Bye. from you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. So the assistant wow. from Pittsburgh is in there, so everybody's happy about that. Oh, good, good. but they don't know who they're going to get for. Well, coach. your team and your team ought to have a high draft pick this. Uh, yeah, this yeah. Coming. yeah, it's a weak yeah. draft though, right? It, I yeah I didn't really I don't really know anybody that's going I know, out of it, I don't you know what I mean? there's no Connor McDavid or no. Austin Matthews so. yeah are you but, like me I'm a I'm a Kings fan too obviously I live here but I can't root for the Ducks I can't I just do it. can't do it can't it's, do it's it. similar to like if you're a New Yorker you're either a Jets or a Giants fan there's yeah. no crossover no yeah. crossover and even yeah. though the only California team the Ducks are in the playoffs. I'm rooting for Nashville. Me too. Well, yeah, I, Cody McLeod, you have him to root yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely rooting for Cody. Yep. Um, he's a longtime Avs, and we're definitely big fan of big fan of Cody McLeod for right. sure. Every time he comes down the ice, we're like Cody. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever had to drop him? Uh, no. no. We, we all play. Uh, full, I never had. We all either. play no. full cages. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've had to tackle a guy that was like third man in at one point, but I've never had to actually throw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> what about you, Pep? Oh, yeah, playing juniors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, junior, and uh, yeah. I'll just say right now, I don't really like getting hit. <laughs> but you have to if you're in, you're going to get hit. And I, I really wasn't a big fan of it. But yeah. When I played juniors, I was the third biggest guy in the team. This was the oh. mid 70s. So, you know, as the progression went throughout the game, like, you're up. I'm like, crap. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you got to go do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wasn't the funnest thing. But, you know, the Western Hockey League. Back then, you know, Medicine Hat and all these Lethbridge, it, it was just a rough, yeah, and it was rough league. Wow. I mean, that's just how it was. Yeah. And even in the, um, we were playing a town, Fort McLeod, I think it was. And back then, the penalty box was open, and it was back like two rows into the stands. You know, that kind of went back uh-huh. in. And the stands are the fans are right behind us. And I remember a guy just cussing and swinging through a bottle. Into the box, I'm like, holy, holy shit, you know. <laughs> so it's like taking their game seriously. Like this at the bench, you know? like, help me. Yeah. So wait, it's open as me. It was open. I mean, glass? you could touch. No, you could actually touch. So it's just like a little bench. And yeah, like it the was fans built back into literally the, right there. Yeah, it was built back oh, into wow, the stands. Wow. Like two rows of stands were taken out just where the box was, into the stand. So the the next set of bleachers are right above your head. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Did you wear a helmet back then? I did in juniors, but they only forced us to at that point. Gotcha. I didn't wear a helmet at all before then. Really? I didn't like it. I was one of those guys in old school. I used to say, it bothers me. I could see it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. No visor then either, right? Oh, no. no Always open, yeah. That's crazy. It's fun. I had a visor, Different one of the era. first Cooper yeah. visors. Boy, those things were nasty. You couldn't even look at them without them just going completely glazed over. It was useless. You guys wear a mesh on the mask, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, usually. But yeah. there have been a few games where we'll put a half visor on just because yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah, if we play celebrity games, they're usually a little, like... Um, little safer a little safer yeah Yeah. no one's really swinging yeah and um also it's kind of a treat for the fans that come see you you can they can see your face a little bit better right which is cool um but yeah i i definitely am a fan of the cage i've always had a cage my entire life and i whenever as soon as i put the helmet on and step on the ice i don't even know that it's there yeah i've i've gone to one too i uh i remember i played in a celebrity game one time and 
we were just warming up, right? And I've told you the story. I think Alan Thick, who you know, rest in peace. He's just circling, you know, and he's behind the net, and I fucking dinged one off the crossbar, and it went straight in front of his face. I just oh, went, oh yeah. fuck. Mm, yeah. You guys can't afford to fucking take yeah, it. No, yeah, no, you really can't. That wouldn't look good. It's, it's not, not worth it. Black guy in 14 stitches above your eyebrow. And, yeah. <laughs> Got Stories I, to tell, but, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. But. I was at Isoplex one time, and this guy was just, just ragging the puck, and he just wanted to shoot, right? So he'd shoot from anywhere. And I'm on the ice, and he's fucking coming over the blue line, and someone cuts him off, so he has to, you know, straddle it. But I'm right there, and he fucking winds up, and his stick just went <laughs> straight down my face. Oh. Just hair, nose, everything. Oh. I turn around, and the fucking guy on the other team goes, how'd that taste? Oh. <laughs> that was a good line. Nice. Damn. Nice. So, yeah, cages. Good for you guys. So, from Colorado, Littleton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where everybody was born and yeah. grew up. Yeah, came out to L.A., 10 years ago now? I was going to say, I ago? think it's been about 10 since I first met um, Riker. Let's see, I was, I, I first played when I was probably 17 or 18, so it, yeah, it's like 9 years. Yeah. It'll be, um, I'm 25, so yeah, it's like 8 or 9 years. Did you come out first or the whole family moved? Yeah, I came, oh yeah, we were all, we all moved together. I was the first one that come, that came to skate after my dad. My dad played for like a year probably before right. I came. Right. Yeah. Well, talk talk a little bit about Littleton and how you guys got started, and and what did you all get the bug at the same time? Was were you guys which sort bug, of, hockey or music? Yeah, <laughs> let's transition to music now. But uh, I mean, was it was it a family decision that you all sort of go at the same time? You know what it was like right around when Riker was born. My dad and I can't remember what the actual decision was, but they were like, "We're gonna play hockey. We're just gonna be a hockey family." Nice. Like my mom, like pretty much decided this probably. Like when my dad and Riker started playing, and then as we started growing up, they were our idols. So we wanted to do what they wanted, what right. they were doing, right? And so Riker was always playing hockey, and then like ever since I was three, I started skating. And then a similar. Thing I never knew really, a time when I didn't know how to skate. Really, a yeah. similar thing with music and performing. It was just sort of something that. I don't know. I would like I watched the movie Grease, or I would watch videos of Elvis Presley or um, Michael Jackson, and just I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. You know them being on stage and and just this the whole thing of like rock and roll. My dad played Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. records and um, In Excess records and Peter Gabriel records like all the time when we were growing up. So I think it was just sort of built into our childhood without really even thinking about it we were around music and, and rock and roll music like a ton I would just imitate them and reenact them and so the same thing they would see me doing that and they would want to do it as well yeah me I'm being I'm the oldest so, so it was like an organic development it wasn't like okay you guys are going to do this and it wasn't yeah no it was definitely very like very very organic and we're just so fortunate to have very supportive parents that were just like oh you want to you want to sing all right well let's get you in singing lessons right like, you want to act let's get you in acting class you know and yeah. um and all, all kinds of stuff like that it, it was just very a very supportive and loving household and which is fortunate. why i think this is fascinating for me and for the people that know me I didn't have that sort of upbringing. My parents tolerated what I did. Mm-hmm. And it was a very different situation back then. I mean, I came up through these dingy, nasty clubs where I'm like, holy crap, can't they outlaw smoking? Ultimately, right. I ended up doing that. <laughs> but, you know, you're going through your whole life like thinking, oh, this is fucking unhealthy, but this is what I want to do. I yeah. want to be here, you know? So that's what I think is fascinating. And that's what I want you guys to impart to the people that might relate more to me, you know, what it's like to sort of come at it from a different angle. You know where you have all the support, and you know you guys work together and and have because I never really had anybody to rely on in terms of learning, right? And you guys had each other, and I think yeah. that's fantastic. That's something definitely we're so fortunate to have is each other just to work off of and and sort of share the same you know general idea of what we wanted to do when we when we moved out to California. Rocky was the really the initial one. Because we all, we'd all kind of been dancing and singing and mm-hmm. like messing around in the living room kind of a thing. Sure. Right. And then when we moved out to California, Rocky was like, all right, I'm going to actually learn how to play guitar. Right. And well, um, when uh, when we were in Colorado, I was kind of the, the kid that didn't want to do any of it. Yeah. Like Riker was kind of doing it. And so my mom was just like, yo, you're going to, you know, dancing, singing, acting. And I was like. I don't enjoy this, <laughs> but that's kind of that's, that's kind of when the guitar came in. 
Yeah. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like, then I kind of found the guitar. I was like, oh, this is kind of something for me. Right. That's when I kind of started picking up more like creating music rather than like dancing and singing. To right. Yeah. And that's kind of what led into the love for writing and producing music and all that other yeah. kind of stuff. And you inspired everybody else. That kind of is what took the because we were kind of always a group just mm-hmm. as a family just right. doing our all of our shit together. Sounds like but it. But we uh, that's kind of what took us to become a band and start to play instruments. Mm-hmm. Was like yeah okay took an initiation yeah right yeah once and you then once pull. once anyone some it just needed some sort of once you started encouragement, yeah started so catching on and yeah yeah exactly right. next thing he's coming up with the groove and yep. I mean, that's probably a little premature but. We kind just of fell yeah, into that. We just started jamming. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Playing covers and, and whatnot. Yeah. Supportive parents. That's awesome. Yeah, we turned our the living room, like right by the kitchen, kind of like this, mm-hmm. into a uh, like we just it had like drums. Our jam. It was like a live room, room. Yeah. and guitars, and it just like it was. We are horrible, so I can only imagine so how the yeah, neighbors yeah, and yeah, the goes, parents felt. But <laughs> it goes back to the supportive parents like they were just like all right you know they'll figure it out i can't even imagine yeah. it was probably just insanely loud and insanely bad yeah <laughs> when we first started but it was just they were just like you know we're we're gonna let them do whatever they love yeah. and and we're gonna support but you them. were having a good time all yeah the way through. oh gosh yeah. we have so much fun okay. we were putting the time in too like this yeah. was all the time like, right yeah. yeah oh yeah we've been a band now for eight and a half years and we're you know we're in our 20s so right. we this was just when we're teenagers and that's what helps a parent too when you see you know the dedication and some yeah. effort you know like my guy he he doesn't want anything to do with music and when i sit there and try to teach him something he, you can tell there's just there's nothing there so i don't really push it you yeah know, he wants to do something else right but if you guys showed all that initiative and, and took it upon yourselves to learn and work god that's, that's my son trevor tried to take uh, guitar lessons for a while which I helped him get going and stuff but he just wanted to meet girls and forget <laughs> about that practice stuff that, you know, <laughs> he just wanted to yep. some sort of instant uh, become a player right off the bat and yeah. then, now I can meet girls I'm, like, well, I'm holding it quite, that should be enough <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it's close though <laughs> that's awesome so at what point do you guys outgrow Littleton like this is we can move on from here uh, it was pretty early on, and it wasn't necessarily our decision completely. Colorado, we had we were going to a dance studio frequently, and um, they had this auditions for like a fashion show, and I booked this gig like going to California, and Riker was gonna move out to California when he was sixteen anyway. Okay. I was sort so, of eighteen. I was sort of 18, just planning on it, but ready, he, yeah. he booked this job. So we so I booked this job, and everyone was like, "All right, cool. I guess uh, I guess we're gonna go live in a motel <laughs> wow. for a while." Wow. So like my dad stayed home. And we were just like pimping it out in a hotel motels for like a little while like one room but Riker's taken off I mean does that how does that affect the family dynamic I mean that well Riker wasn't 18 yet okay yeah so I was like playing I was 16 it was like all right in two years I'm gonna go and then when he booked it it was like oh we could probably all go and and book commercials and jobs and stuff like that so like let's just give it a shot and then we my mom's all about keeping the family together right like I was like especially growing up that was like a very big thing if somebody wanted to do swim lessons we were all doing swim lessons Mm -hmm. together if somebody wanted to play hockey everybody was playing hockey together so yeah yeah, that's why Rocky was forced (laughs) into it you know in in the beginning at least so well hey look at us now bro we're like no I'm kind of happy we don't need anybody else we just have each other yeah Yeah, I'm not not the best dancer but I would have been a lot worse yeah. right now if I wasn't kind of forced into doing a little bit of ballet so yeah. and from like tapping and just listening to music over and over for hours and hours and hours like we learned natural rhythm like we could right. all play drums if we needed to yeah since so you're all staying healthy obviously I mean what talk a little bit about what you guys do to you know to work out and that's Riker's he's all about eating healthy yeah. now yeah I'm, I'm right? pretty I'm pretty big into it all um, have you guys uh, have you heard of Bulletproof Coffee so, your dad yeah, was telling minute, me about that I yes. think you told me about it yeah so it's coffee yeah. with um, grass fed butter okay and coconut oil basically but the brand that they make is actually 16 times stronger than coconut oil it's basically just uh, this coffee you're gonna have in the morning you just blend it up and it's like a f- nice frothy latte um, it's delicious but it's going to give you very healthy fats for instead of having like uh, gluten in you know bread or cereal or oatmeal in the morning, you're just going to have this coffee right. with healthy fats and it's very filling. Um, and you can add like collagen protein to it, which is also very good. And basically, that's like their main thing. Mm-hmm. But then Bulletproof like has sort of taken on this extra lifestyle, which is all about just eating you know very clean 
and um, avoiding sugars and processed foods and stuff like that as much as possible and eating you know grass-fed steaks and having grass-fed butter and pasture-raised eggs or wild-caught fish yeah. and lots and lots of vegetables. So that's what I've sort of, um, I, sh- I sort of dove into this company and um, got, uh, I just I just started loving the coffee and I got more and more involved and I've sort of educated these guys along the way. Yeah, but cool. we all, we all uh, you know, try to eat as, as healthy as possible. Yeah. Just, you know, the, the main thing for Until us Until mom's is, cooking. You know, mom's got that, like, <laughs> southern style. The cream, <laughs> cream will make you, oh man, but I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. what, it's the best meal you've ever yeah, had. Yeah, exactly. By the time you guys get back, you're oh ready my to God. eat. Huh? So it t- tastes good, but, you know, we, we try to, um, try to just eat you know, eliminate sugars and processed food really as much as possible. But we, you know, we definitely enjoy a party night once in a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, you can tell. I mean, from what I've seen of you guys, and, and I'll be honest, I was completely unfamiliar until Craig introduced me to you guys. Your energy is great. You guys all look Thank like you. you love doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You look like you love being with each other. I'm really, really impressed. And Thank and you very much. Yeah. Proud of you guys in some weird way because I, you know, you didn't have to freaking scrap like I did in these nasty old clubs with freaking monitors blaring. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, scrap, very fortunate man. to have our in-ear monitors, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. it's a whole yeah, new dude. era. In fact, I, want, I was telling my wife, like, I want to I want to play a little game with these guys. It's 1975. You found out about this really cool band, whether magazine or somebody just told you. What do you have to do to find out anything else about them? Listen to them. You, you'd ha- yeah. You have to like go to their. Oh, shows. in 1975. Oh, 1975. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to go to a record store. See if they got their see if they're tapes out, they or got whatever. Out, and then you got to try to like look in the no- local newspaper to see if they're playing a show nearby. Yeah, you, you can't just freaking pick up your phone. You, you can't right? just YouTube it <laughs> exactly. or Spotify. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, how man, I used that's to, a crazy thought. It is. That's, that's how I cool used to find out actually. about bands. I used to run, go through the record bins. And if I found a cool album that looked cool, you know, the guys are dressed cool, the yeah. cool hair. Yeah. Like, All right, who are these guys? I want to check them out. So I'd buy the album, play it, like it or not, and then mm-hmm. go from there. Are they playing anywhere locally or, you know, yeah. coming through this town? And wow. that's how I did it. Just yeah. album, album sleeves, basically, and Cream Magazine. I mean, it seems that's like a silly so question, cool, you know, know, but there is a huge oh, freaking yeah. gap between oh, you, yeah. you and I. And I love it. I want to explore that because, every, you know, people will post things on Facebook like, what is this? And, you know, nobody's supposed to know what it is except for me. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's interesting for me to, you know, chat with you guys and, yeah. and sort of... That's cool, man. I, I, yeah, we... Uh, just talking about the, the 70s, we had a, a pretty big um, 60s, 70s influence in our second album when where, um, like, Rocky was listening to a lot of Hendrix and Led Zeppelin and sort of uh, pass it along you know, like, you know, check out this record and whatnot. but in our, our album Sometime Last Night actually has a little bit even Queen we have that, yeah. we have that song that's very Queen influenced but um, I love 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 that music well I want to get to that I can't wait to talk about that stuff so you guys are in LA now mm-hmm. you booked the gig I booked Brad the first Ross. gig yeah but then, and, then we all came out here and, yeah, and you all came out and commercial. so you're settling in and what what takes off first you guys are getting commercials TV work or? yeah it's just kind of like day player kind of stuff where yeah. we just go in for a day and kind of make some money so we but, can survive and, but you're still rehearsing and writing the whole time or no, have you started have, writing we haven't now? even started playing as a bit. honestly yeah. like, we were here for probably six months yeah, before we started we were gotcha. doing random commercials he was doing kind of dance job fashion mm-hmm. show things and it was and then six months to a year later, that's when we kind of started picking up instruments and started just kind of playing and just kind of diddling around. And then that's when we met Ellington. Yes, the oh, drummer. The drummer. Yeah, it's oh, not right, related. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, we met Ellington at this dance studio actually. Who's a goalie, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy with you guys around. Holy crap! I know this thing because I played with him once. <laughs> so I'm sorry. You met. And that, yeah, we just met him. That's kind of when we started playing together as a band that's kind of when we were like oh okay we can maybe do something like then this. you met him in the first year you were here in LA yeah. uh yeah I think it's probably like in the first nine months to a year or so and we met him and we were like and we found out he played drums and we uh, we didn't really have a drummer at this point um I like had just got a bass for my 17th birthday I think it was 16 or 17 yeah, we were like, yo, you want to just come over to the house and, like, jam and, and he, play he some was songs? Like, oh, sh- like, no. Like, he was trying to get out of it because he kind of could play drums 
Yeah, sucked. he was like really good already. Yeah, he was kind of yeah. good. Like oh, he had yeah. taken some yeah. lessons and played in like the school band and stuff like that. So he was yeah. like, um, oh, I'm, I'm busy, I'm busy. And we could finally force him. <laughs> no, no. Apparently, it was his mom that said, go, his mom, go, yeah. go play with those. Go, yeah. 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 She was like, you never know what will come right. out of there. Something like that. Just no, be and, nice with the new it's, boys. It's, it's literally like, mom. it's literally like the, bi- it's literally like. The biggest decision he's ever made. Right, <laughs> literally that one yeah. jam session totally. was like, oh my gosh. And mom's was... going like, how'd that work out for you? Yeah. yeah. Since, since then, we've toured like five continents and like <laughs> three hundred shows and shit. That's right. right. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, so yeah, we just. I remember. We, I think we jammed on like a Fall Out Boy tune and Iron Man. And we did some Black Sabbath. <laughs> and I wasn't even Black there. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Some Green Day. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't were... invited until like four jam sessions in. <laughs> <laughs> But the drummer's solid. That's what you need. I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys yeah. have what you need because you got that timekeeper. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people come to our shows and they're like, "Yo, you guys got a solid drummer," and that's like, you, that's a good yeah. thing. Like they're always please. They like, say you're a solid guitarist. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's, we, that. That actually, we get what's funny for being like uh, sort of a, a pop band, I guess, with like a little bit of rock and roll in there. Like, our live show is very rock and roll, but we get a lot of like musician compliments if you will mm-hmm. like everybody goes on and on about how good of a guitar players is he you know he just lead and Ross's rhythm and Ellington being the drums like he he gets so many compliments this one guy at our last show was like if you, for some reason you guys do not work out as a band Ellington will be a session drummer and he will be booked every fucking day <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was fun to watch he's got a lot of energy yeah. and I think one of the reasons might be that everybody's listening for backing tracks Everybody's listening for something that isn't you guys, and it yeah, isn't that's there. True. That's a good point. You know, you guys are all freaking solid yeah. players, amazing singers, Thanks, and there's just there's nothing to fault you guys for. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, we, we Thanks, take bro. a lot of pride in our live show. We, you can we tell. Really, uh, we really take time and really work it out and rehearse it and make sure you know it's as good as it absolutely can possibly be. Like for us, every show has to be the best R five show. Yeah. Well, fucking a, man! Yeah. You guys really sound good. I was really impressed. And you're having Thank fun, you. and you can just see the fun that you're all having up we there. We do have know. fun. We do, yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you. I'm Definitely glad you see time. that. That's that's a that's a good compliment. Well, it's important. I mean, it it projects, so that's what you want. I mean, yeah, we gotta have fun so that people watching have fun. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. And I keep wondering. It's like, wow, these guys. Maybe they never fight. Maybe they've never had a you know knockdown. Honestly. Brawl. Me and my little brother Rylan used to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> we used to just wail on each other all the time. And when he was like 15, he was 200 pounds. I was thinking he might be here today. Yeah. Oh, Rylan? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw a little bit of that a few weeks ago. You and he ran oh, into each other on the boards. Yeah, something oh, that's like right. that. that's right. Me and, me and Rylan, I feel like we're, um, in some respects, closer than any other person in the world yeah. to me because I've had those... I'm so comfortable with him to where I feel like I can beat the shit out of him and everything's right. going to be okay in 10 minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Guys, I don't, like I don't really have that with anyone like, else in the world. Yeah. Like we can, yeah, you know it's, you a, had that it's coming, a brother right? like, like yeah, thing. Yeah, the bond. It's like, you know, I don't know what it is, yeah. but I feel like uh, because of that fact, we're like nobody's really like, closer than what we right. are to each other. That's really cool. But you guys are all on the same page musically. It doesn't seem like you really have any differences. Yeah. Honestly, we don't for, find that much. Yeah, for most siblings, we get along pretty well. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's probably we're we're very fortunate to have it the way it is. Yeah, and we're we definitely are regular human beings, so mm-hmm. we have you know disagreements yeah, and whatnot and stuff like that all the time. But I think yeah, for the most part, it's always just like pretty smooth sailing, and um, I think we genuinely really enjoy being around one another, mm-hmm. which is a big plus. Yeah, it's not like oh I gotta go fucking play music with my brothers now. No. You know, it's really. <laughs> Which we're really excited. Like we have a tour coming up through the U.S. and it starts in June, yeah, and like June we're so freaking stoked. Good to get back on the road. Guys, yeah, I was checking out the dates. It looks like some nice venues. You guys have a good time. Yeah, it should be fun. And fucking every show is just a sea of estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, you guys! How can you not look forward to going out? <laughs> Jesus. I think that's the first time someone's like. Ever just said it like and you guys said it all come on, no I, mean, fans. I mean it's true we're not shaming it at all no that was I mean the, I wouldn't that was the best way it's been put so far. <laughs> that was beautiful <laughs> one of the most beautiful it. eloquent ways to put it but yeah. you know. I mean and I can talk to my people you know it's like okay are you gonna go to Club Metallica or are you gonna go to Club R five <laughs> <laughs> think about it just for <laughs> half a second. a second right hey you want to uh, you know, I like you that take it to the next level. 
uh, Club R5 in Brazil. Oh, Jesus. Oh, stop. Stop now. Stop now. That'll be fun, man. You guys have a good time out there. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Dude. Brazil is, like, we have so... All of South America, bro. All of South yeah. America, for sure. And so, Europe and Australia. Yo. I mean, but, like, you know, everybody knows there's, like, just a, something in the water in Brazil. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You know what it is? It's a three to one guy to girl ratio. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, in Russia apparently it's seven to one. Yeehaw! Have you? Uh, uh, are you yeah, booked there? Russia, yeah. You're not booked there. <laughs> no, but we're going there. It looks, yeah, it looks like we're gonna play our first show in Russia. No way, year. really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But uh, think about it. When there's not as many guys as there are girls, those yeah. girls need some odds are. Some yeah. love. I mean, there's got to be some. Some guys have to take their girls. Some guys have to go, thinking they're gonna see a girl. But usually, the I mean, those pictures are beautiful. The backstage. Just a <laughs> ocean of yeah. beauty. It works because we have, we do our sister right L plays keyboard, so it works because like you know if a guy wants to bring his girl, he'd be like, all right, I can kind of cheer for <laughs> right for the keyboard player, you know what I'm saying? Somebody. Or every once in a while, this is fun where you get like a, a guy and a girl that are in like a, a serious relationship, but they come and the dude's just ready to rock out to the tunes, you know, where the girl kind of has her thing, but they're like having fun together. Right, that's fun, and you know the slow songs they're kind of slow dancing and holding each other. That happens every once in a while. That's fun. So, have you guys broken the glass ceiling in Japan? Did they actually start screaming from the time you came out, or did they sit there politely and then? <sighs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's pretty it's, screaming. It, it's screaming. Good, good for screaming. It's like as soon as the music starts, it's like just craziness, and as soon as it stops, it's like cheer. And what are they going to say next? Yeah, <laughs> just be deferential to the band. Yeah. And let when them we first went, when we first went over there in like two thousand. Fourteen, I think our airport arrival was insane. Yeah, you guys, were you prepared for it? Not at all. It was like, oh, dude. it was just, I was some crazy. It was crazy. Six hundred people or three hundred yeah. people, something like that, just at the airport. Like, this is not even a full, not even a show yet. Oh yeah, we're just there to do like. Pro, and they press all want to follow you wherever you're gonna go. Yeah, yeah. that's They're one like, of those moments too, where you're like, man, I guess if nothing else happens after this. We did pretty. We did. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did, we did all right good. for ourselves. Yeah. But was it it's a surprise bad. when you? I mean, you didn't expect to yeah. see that. Yeah. Oh, at you all? just when you're going to a new country, you just really don't know. Yeah. You're like, all right, what are the ticket sales? Like, yeah, right. they're selling pretty good. They're pretty you know, good, but it looks pretty good, but you just don't know. Sure. And then you show up at the airport, and it's just like everybody in the city came out to, yeah. to greet wow. you. It's yeah. crazy. That's beautiful. Good. Yeah. We're very. We have. We have very dedicated long-term fans millions and millions of them <laughs> yes they do that's awesome so let's talk about the record so you guys are getting it together and somebody says hey we need to record you guys what how did the first recording come about it was uh that was after you kind of got the tv show right not yet we had uh we did that self-written ep thing oh, with uh so we had we had this we had this vocal uh, director that we met, vocal kind of coach guy that we met out here, and he started really working with us a lot and mm-hmm. being really close. He was like he kind of became. Um, he, we still work with him today. What's like his name? Mally Bonner. Okay. And um, he's worked with like Jason Mraz yeah. and um, Fifth Harmony and a bunch of uh, like really big time singing people. Right. But we were like his band that he really worked with, and he he wasn't he's not much of a musician. He's really insanely talented vocal coach. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I have this friend who's like a, a crazy good musician. He coaches bands. And uh, so he brought him in to like check us out. We played. And he basically became like the band coach. And he had a studio in his house in Pasadena. And we had these songs. And we were like, let's just record these songs and like put them on iTunes ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that way when we're, when we're playing these shows, like we, we were playing shows like the OC Fair and um, San Diego Indie Fest and San Diego County Fair. We were just playing like these little tiny shows basically wherever anybody would allow a teen band mm-hmm. at the time and this is you know this is eight years ago yeah and uh so we recorded these songs at his house and we would just put them up on itunes and they were just like the first five songs we had ever written right um, and he just did he help you rearrange anything or yeah he sort it? of helped with arrangement and a tiny bit of the writing mally also mm-hmm. is a really good writer so he wrote on some of the songs but um and it's your rhythm section and is ross are you singing at this point? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the band's s- complete at this point. Yeah, yeah. Band's complete. Everyone's like ready to go. Um, and we all do like you know he does most of the leads and the rest of us do all the backgrounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that was yeah we we put that out in 2010 I think yeah it might have been 2009 we formed a band in the end of 2008 so we put it out like yeah right in 2009 and um, and then we're playing shows and playing shows 
all through the summer. We played like every weekend one summer. And I, um, at the same time, everyone's doing all these auditions. And I booked a part on the show Glee. And so I started doing that around the same time Ross booked Austin and Allie on Disney Channel. So him and I sort of did these little TV shows and we were getting fans and I went off and did the Glee tour and came back and um, we're still playing our five shows and we started getting like a little bit of following. Like we would get like, you know, 10 people to show up mm-hmm. at a show or something. And then all of a sudden we come back and we're doing like our third or fourth year in a row at the OC Fair and we have 50 people show up out of nowhere and like screaming while we're setting up our gear. And that was like the first time it was like, oh shit, this is actually yeah. kind of happening. It's happening. And then, um, yeah, Ross did a couple episodes of Austin and Allie, and he was like, hey, I have a band. And um, the, <laughs> the, rec- the record label, <laughs> yeah, the, the record label that works works over there brought us in. They, they found out we had a band, and they called us in, and we did a couple acoustic songs for them, and they were like, we'd like to sign you guys. Nice. Yeah. So this is out and iTunes is around at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah. we put we, out that it was thing. On iTunes, yeah. Yeah, 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 we put it on iTunes. And MySpace. Oh, yeah, yeah, MySpace was the thing. That was like yeah. the big deal. Like you yeah. put on MySpace. Oh, yeah. And um Yeah, and then I think uh probably a year later we did our first official tour where we had some new songs that we we wrote. We did like 10 shows along the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um And who's booking the shows for you guys? We got a music manager. And he had a couple contacts. He had this agent contact that yeah. we basically signed with this agent, and they booked the tour. Yeah, super super small gigs. Like we played this pizza joint in Bakersfield, mm-hmm. and the ceiling. Rocky couldn't even stand yeah, I up straight. Stand, and there's like a beam in the middle of the ceiling. <laughs> okay. And it was like yeah. right here on my head if I stood now up straight. Now you're talking the clubs. That we yeah. Now oh, I was yeah. going to oh, say. Yeah. Now I take back bit. everything so I said. We definitely <laughs> had a little bit of this. We had like actually a full year of like that. Yeah, right. style of band. But we Ground had, had in ears, so we weren't getting. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't have one player. <laughs> you didn't jump, did you? Just two. Up. Oh. Uh, I did not at that show, but I did like do a little jump oh, thing yeah. and hit my head on head of my guitar. No, oh. my guitar. Yeah, like, guitar. Man, I have a scar there now. Yeah. And it was a smaller little club show like that. Oh, yeah. I got a good hockey injury. That's kind of the same. Just while we're on the subject of bleeding foreheads. <laughs> back was, to hockey. One time I was playing goalie. I I, I was like really good at goalie. I used to love playing goalie. But this guy was coming in, and he like had split the D or something like that. And as he was coming in, the D got kind of mad and like cross-checked him. <laughs> and his shoulder came around and knocked my helmet off. And then a skate came around and sliced oh. my forehead. Uh, yeah. Yikes. It was crazy. Yeah, there was like, oh, it was kind of gory. And yeah. my brothers were like running on the stairs like, yo, Ross is hurt. It was oh kind of crazy. God. Do you remember that? I was kind of far away, but I remember being like, yo, Ross is like on the ice and there's people around him. What's going on? Yeah. I didn't really like yeah, see yeah. anything. I didn't see it happen. It was one of those times where you're like, gosh, that's a lot of blood. But oh, it didn't yeah. hurt. Like, I didn't oh. really feel anything, but I was like, oh, geez, that's like kind of scary. You got some stitches, though. But huh? yeah, check this out. No, I never got stitches. Oh, true, wow. true NHL fashion right here. I just got some butterfly stitches, and I was playing play with the next game. <laughs> Literally, like, playing goalie for like the first game, like as a sub in, gets stitches, goes, comes back, and then plays, plays the full other game. It's it's probably crazy. dripping down in your eye. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, it was oh, pretty boy. funny. That's a hockey player. Oh, yeah. So. Right on. So you guys, uh, so that at least gets legs, and you guys are able to work from that EP, yeah. right? Oh, actually, at this point, we weren't playing any of those songs because those songs we we wrote like early, early on when mm-hmm. we were like babies. So we stopped playing those, and we had we had started. Rocky and I started doing writing sessions while he was filming the show. Mm-hmm. Then we did like the year touring where we did like all of the, the pizza joint clubs yeah. and like these really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. tiny places um and then we came after that year we came back and we released our like sort of official major label release ep which was called loud and then we went on a north american tour and that's you guys are on hollywood at that point yeah that's yeah. when we we're on uh, that's so that yeah that was our first release from hollywood yeah was was called loud and nice. we did a we did a north american tour um, we also ended up going playing our first shows in paris and london and Sydney in Australia. That was 2013. Ever since then, it's just been pretty consistent, like touring, and then like he'll do a, a movie or an acting yeah. gig, and we'll we'll put together another album, and then we'll tour. And uh, now we're on our 
third official big record release mm-hmm. um, called New Addictions. That just came out last week, and now we're getting ready to do another world tour. This will be our third world tour. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. I mean, between all the shows and the tours, I mean, it's you guys don't necessarily get a record out every year. I mean, it takes no, more yeah, time yeah, than yeah. Especially now that like you know when we were when we first did it, we were so young and we were just learning really right. how to make a record. We mm-hmm. didn't really. I mean, you were what, 16? Oh, yeah, it's like 16. Yeah, so you're like 16. Yeah. So I'm 19. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to write proper songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of did a, a little bit, but we really went through this whole process with these other, with these big time writers and producers yeah. and sort of co wrote. Right. And now we're at the point where it's like we produce it or we write it, we produce it, and maybe bring in one other guy to like add a little bit of production yeah. on top. That's Just because awesome. sometimes it's good to have like an outside. Oh yeah, you know, it's always it's always so good. It's just to kind of you know freshen it up a little bit, but yeah. I mean for the most part these two do everything now. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of the writing. Okay. Yeah, him and I do a lot of the just writing in general, and I do a lot of the production. Yeah. So talk about that, Rocky. When the guys are off and the band's sort of on a little bit of a hiatus, do you you just spend your time in the studio, yeah, and uh, getting your chops up? For this specific EP that we just released, he was actually filming in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and uh, I was kind of just in the studio in our house alone, just kind of making music. Uh, yeah. The drummer Ellington actually writes with us as well. Oh, that's know. cool. Yeah, man. So while you you were in, while well, he's in Vancouver, is when you wrote "Lay Your Head Down," right? Yeah, yeah, that was. That's actually a cool story. Usually, I'm kind of just doing more music, like production mm-hmm. stuff, and he's kind of singing the melodies with Ellington, but no one was there, so I was kind of forced to sing melodies as well while i'm just kind of writing by myself and i was kind of making up melodies and actually one of the songs on the ep that is one of the kind of the favorites that we've played for people i sing lead on just because ross wasn't there right if he had been there honestly the song may be completely different now but uh yeah it just ended up i tried to like i was like ross i think you should sing this song and you know but it just didn't end up happening so specific song I for a reason yeah i think i think it's obviously i was one of the like the main people that was like nah dude I'm not singing that <laughs> no freaking way but I'm really happy that that song ended up as it is yeah me too I, th- I think it was I think the right move I, yeah, yeah. I, cause every, yeah. everybody really digs that song like I never enjoyed singing so I was always like yeah Ross sing it I was kind of right. for, for that but I kind of got talked into doing it this way but I think it, I agree I think it was the right move in the end. One of the things that struck me is that, you know, you guys can break it up a little bit and take sort of the load off. I mean, Ross, does it get rough for you out there doing all those dates and carrying the load that you carry? Because not um, everybody can do that. Believe me, there's... Yeah, well, a lot of people can't handle it and they, uh, yeah. I guess they go into some sort of addiction. But not to say that I don't have some of my own. But yeah, man, it's just like, I don't know, you just got to get up on stage and just give it your all every time. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You, yeah. It looks like you do that, and you know, yeah. you sound great and everything I see. Thanks, seen, man. You know? you know, it's just, uh, I guess it's part of the way I was raised. Back to like, mom, you know, she was always like 110%. I, like, I'd come yeah. out of the room mm-hmm. sometimes because I didn't want to do whatever I was doing. Yeah. I'd be like, mom, I'm feeling sick, or like, whatever. She'd be like, count to 10, get your ass back in there. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? She's kind of tough on us. Yeah, you can't afford to get a cold. And, yeah. you know, you got to fight through that. As a hockey player, you know, that's. Totally, that's, same thing. It totally relates. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. cut yourself in the head, you got to get out. Yeah, so it's always just trying the best that you can. Yeah, right now. When it matters. When it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't have to talk all day. Totally. You get to that set, and now you got to freaking go. Totally. Right on. Well, we're here with our five. We're going to take a little break and uh, freshen up, and we'll be right back. Do you guys mind if we play some music? Yeah, 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 go for it. Excellent. Here's our five. Lay your head down with me, darling. Pick your heart up off the floor. If you need some, give me something. No, I know. Head down, so you hide. A drug for my eyes. I've been needing something. So maybe a little too much Slow down in your time No, you don't need to rush I've been drinking some, been drinking some Maybe a little too much Cause all my days like they were getting too long The day that I couldn't take it much longer, baby Give me something, you know, yeah, I know Lay your head 
Red Cake Digital with R5. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming again, you guys. Yeah, yeah thanks for Thank having you us. Thank you for man. having us. Seriously, this yeah, has this... been uh, really, really fun so far. I'm loving Okay, life. good. Well, we can always do it again. So, Rocky, talk about the studio setup and what you've uh, what you've been working with. Our studio is actually, I guess it's as modern as you get now. We, um, we use a lot of plugins. Honestly, we can make a song on a laptop now. We run Logic. Logic, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I started out on Logic. And that's just kind of like yeah. just stuck with it. I, I like it. I don't know if I'll ever change just because then I got to learn a whole new Well, you don't have to because it's just as effective as yeah. Pro Tools. You can do anything in Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah. Everything, and, everything. Yeah. It's just kind of your own personal right. yeah. you know, preference. But we do. We use a lot of keys. We use um, the Juno 106. Mm-hmm. That's like our go-to synth probably for most of the synths. And stuff. so that's, that's what you kind of bed everything with? Do you with the keys and then uh, or do you start out with a drum program? Is your drummer always on the call? The songs start out they usually start out with yeah, some sort of instrument, but it's always different. It's always right. different. It could be a key part, like Ross could be jamming on a key part mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Maybe I'm making a drum loop or something. Or, you know, there's a bass. Happens line. a lot. Yeah. Like we'll we'll have these um I'll have these like sixteen minute voice memos or like twenty minute voice memos. It usually starts with like me playing something on the Juno. And Rocky will pull up a drum kit and start like doing these crazy break beats, and I'll be singing for like 20 minutes. It's kind of like in the moment jam. Yeah. They're never really like turn into a song, but they're like these little gems of like right? 20 minute long music. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> All you need is a five second melody with the music that just sure. clicks, and that's pull that out. Yeah. That actually be a cool thing to, you know, we're doing the we might be doing that USB thing for the meet and greets. Yeah. That'd be actually be a cool thing, like 20 minute voice memo jam. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It probably sounds horrible. Probably. It <laughs> <laughs> um, might be impressive. Well, yeah, yeah, people love that. I mean, they like to see how th- the genesis of things and how, yeah, yeah. you know, where you guys begin and, and then where you end. I mean, it's not like they're not going to go buy the record because they have that little voicemail, that's for sure. That's cool. So then, uh, so the drummer comes in, he's good at playing to your tracks and all um, that. A lot, of, a lot of these newer songs, we actually didn't even put live drums on them because yeah. we, we ended up going a more R&B, funk, electronic route. So some of the drums are just drum loops or right. yeah. because we wanted well, that sound. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the thing is, cool. too, is like we're taking audio from someone who already mic'd a drum and played it. It's already there. It's the same. Right. It's virtually mm-hmm. the same thing. Maybe yeah. we'll get yeah. a little more variety if you just had the whole player play the whole song, right? Oh, but, trust me. It's a pain in the ass exactly. to mic drums. Exactly. And it's and we like the sound of, of having consistent yeah. snares yeah. and kicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, totally. if uh, when we write, we usually kind of like... The genre is kind of always going like this. So mm-hmm. on the more rock-sounding songs, we do throw live drums on them. Like there's this song that's called "Did You Have Your Fun," and that has well, that, live drums. That record almost had all live drums. Yeah, that actually, yeah. Sometime last night, the second record, all the all those songs had live drums on them. Yeah, um, most of the stuff we're referencing right now is from our newest EP mm-hmm. uh, called "New Addictions." Came out last week. Oh, right on! Congratulations. Thanks, man. But yeah, it's like we're almost we're almost more producers now than musicians. Right. So every every everything is kind of here. It's it's just yeah. the 
Yeah. That's just how we do. It's kind of the new. For way those of you who can't see, uh, oh, he was yeah. typing <laughs> with. I'm doing a, a computer <laughs> gesture. Um, Stand up, Rocky. They can't see you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, if if it's a more if it calls for live drums, we definitely will throw. Well, them with on. plugins, yeah. I mean, you can virtually get any sound. Yeah, and it's there's there's a lot of tape. Already been out there. Tape yeah. emulators and and things like that and. Obviously, nothing sounds true to like the analog stuff, but right. but it's also kind of the sound of our generation too. True, yeah. like even Very though true. like we're not sure, maybe we don't have the highest quality because it's not tape or whatever. You know, a lot of songs like there's this guy named Kate Shinoda who makes the like, craziest dance grooves, basically. But you can't really like emulate that sound if it were to be analog. Right. I, I just don't know how you do it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you're, you're absolutely crazy. right. You're totally on point because you know that's the genre you guys are in. Totally. And in order to stay on that yeah. level, that's really where it's at. Yeah, yeah, that's just where music's going. Kind yeah. Because it's so accessible. And there's nothing wrong with it. No, it's fucking technology is is everywhere now. Yeah. You know, and like I I've got this friend who's like this total analog cat, right? And all he's got is analog, but. You know, he's always spending time working on it, and something's always yeah. broken. Fuck. <laughs> meanwhile, you guys are just knocking it out. You know. Yeah. So yeah. talk about your guitar rig. And back in the day, we used to make the songs a little more edgy and rock for the mm-hmm. live show because we didn't really. The productions were extremely glossy and poppy, but now the productions are because we did them. It's a little more kind of gritty, but still raw. being pop, a little more raw. So live, we still edge them out and make them a little more guitar heavy mm-hmm. and a little more rock but not because we don't like them but it's because like it's now it's become like a live thing it's, it's like, like yeah our show we like to, to right. we like to add that so live i run through i play gibson mm-hmm. um i have a, a, a couple, couple sgs couple s pauls that they're all new models none mm-hmm. of them are vintage because that's just the ones that are available for them to lend me yeah um, so and then amp i use a marshall jvm 410h Nice. Through, uh, but I run through the G system. Mm-hmm. You guys know the little TC Electronics. I saw a system? picture with your pedal board on it. It looks real clean. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. So I run through that. I have a couple different. Um, I used to run through a couple distortion pedals, but mm-hmm. the distortion and clean tones weren't as yep. good. Yeah. So now I actually run through the preamp in the uh, the Marshall head for the clean and the crunch tones, and they actually sound much better. Yeah. So nice. I'm using that now, and yeah, I think it's. Nice I, I enjoy it. You yeah. sling nice and low too. That's sexy, dude. <laughs> I <laughs> used to when we first started out as a band. I had my guitar like so low I couldn't. Even it. <laughs> I but I, I've kind of been bringing it higher and Green higher. Style. Yeah, right. as the years go on, it just keeps getting. Well, I'm a very low gunslinger yourself. Oh, right, you're a low gunslinger. His yeah. lower the bass, the better the band. You think he watched the Ramones or something? Yeah, that's it. It's down by his knees. Yeah, I mean, I from a guitar standpoint, I understand my guys like it when I sling it low too, but. Fuck, I gotta play it, guys. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's that, that's what they say. I'm always like, lower, guys, lower. <laughs> yeah, they, they do a lot more. Uh, they do a lot more intricate work right. than I do. I'm pretty much just holding down the rhythm, you know, and a couple yeah. extra licks here and there. So. Ross is a Fender cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both nice. of us. Riker and I both are yeah, Fender yeah. guys. Fender bass, piece, Fender huh? guitars. Yep, yeah. yep. What do you play? I got a. You know, I'm I'm not like the huge guitar guy. I really enjoy playing, but like I'm not. I don't like know the models or anything. Yeah. Well, you. I got a Strat, a few Tellys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a, a, really the Strat's my favorite, honestly, just because it's got the. It seems like it has the purest tone. Yeah. It um, does, and it's so the, easy to play. Oh yes. Yeah. So fun fact. So I played. I was on Dancing with the Stars. And I played this strat in the first episode I was on, and oh, they yeah. let me keep it, and it so was, I gave it to him. No, it oh, was really? not. Yeah, it was Riker's yeah. guitar, wow. and I was like, I played it one time. I played it, and I was like, Riker, this isn't yours. I'm, <laughs> this is, I'm taking this guitar. No, I brought it. You I have brought it back not, for you for sure. Yeah. Well, Riker's Riker's never gonna play that guitar. So I was like, dude, this <laughs> yeah. is mine. Give it to me. Riker, like, um, you're uh, playing Fender P. Yeah. So I, I have I have a Fender P bass. Um, it's all black. And then I have a Fender J bass that they custom painted for me. It's a sparkle blue finish. Oh, nice. nice. And then I just got a um, Fender Mustang, which is like a short neck. Right. It is so cool, man. Yeah. It's so little. It's like I can just jump around and go crazy. It's like a three quarter scale or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. it's really tiny. But it's got a P bass pickup and, and then, a jazz. And, and, yeah. a jazz yeah. bass. Yeah. and you can switch between the two. Right. Yeah. So it's really cool. The, oh, the wow. tone is awesome. And then I also have a uh, 
I have a Music Man right. that I actually bought when I was um, probably in my second base. It was like my first like official. I remember when you got your Music Man. Yeah. You were telling me about it. Yep, yeah. yep. It's a, so I have a white Music Man, and that's actually the bass for the mo- that they usually play on the records. Man, yeah. that bass, so, it used to have this amazing setup. Like, it, like we had a few bass players come over and play it because we were just jamming. And they were like, man, this bass is so good. And they, I think somebody even told us, like, hey, like, don't let anybody touch it. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> like, our guitar tech Diamond got his hands on it. It's never well, he said it before that. Uh, no. He did? He just doesn't, yeah, he just needs to read. It, it was just one of those special setups. I don't know what it was, but it was so perfect. I, mean, he can, yeah. I guarantee he can re, he can fix that for yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'll look through a catalog every once in a while, and I look. At, they make a, like a Stingray or something, and they're yeah. freaking really expensive. And I'm thinking, wow, those things are yeah. really special Music bases, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, is it a Stingray or is it? Oh no, I think it's a heavy. Sterling. Is it Stingray? I think I have a Stingray. It is what, heavy. Yeah. It's real. It's it's uh, active pickup, so it's got right. the battery right in there. But yeah, for the most part, that's what um, they write the bass lines. I don't mm-hmm. really write the records. I just kind of help out. Yeah. Towards, I'm like the first listen that they like the the guy they show mm-hmm. their first preview of the song to. That's me. But um, so they write and record on that on the Music Man for the most part. Yeah, I know. I look at those basses and I'm thinking, because I don't know that much about them either. I'm like you. I don't, you know, they're tools to me. I don't yeah. really want to know everything about them. Totally. But fuck, four thousand dollars or something like that. I'm like, oh, wow, man. that's a special yeah. bass. Mine wasn't that bad for sure. I think. Yeah. Fender is a little out of their mind with their custom shop things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> Oh man, I saw so this amazing Gibson. guitar the other day on their site though. It's made out of um agave. Agave, yeah. It's a tequila oh. plant. It's literally made out of agave. And it was such a beautiful like wooden glossy sort of finished wow, guitar. Wow, like this really interesting wood. Yeah, yeah, That's and it, so like the whole thing was like a maple neck. Yeah. Um and this like sort of like it looked like oak almost, but like, and they had a finish. And then the pit guard as well looked like wood. It was so cool. Wow. Oh, if that's from George Clooney's Agave Farm by any chance, you definitely get Sammy that. Hagar has yeah, his you know, Taquito Farm. That's a lucky yeah. guitar. Yeah, I actually hit up our um, our rep and I was like, hey man, I don't know what the chances are. Yeah. If I can get my hands on one of those, it'd be sweet. Yeah, why not try? Yeah. yeah, go for it. So you guys probably keep it pretty low on stage, right? I mean, you've heard other bands that are probably like freaking freakishly loud like we were. <laughs> you, guys, yeah. you guys probably have a uh, pretty our, easy I, I mean, we're always trying to turn the amps up. Because yeah. We definitely no, encourage it. Yeah, I want to feel it hitting me, but our front of house guy, especially in smaller gigs, he's like, yo, we got to, one, either turn the amps around or just turn them down. Sometimes we'll use a, uh, it's like what is it called? An isolation cab. cab yeah, sure. Like, it's inside so, yeah, we'll just crank the crank hell out there. of that thing so yeah. that, you know, you get that yeah. cranked amp sound. And then the cabinet is just kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Like the actual... Right. Have on stage, but I know what you mean though. I because I used to love on stage, I wanted to feel that in yeah. my chest, that yeah. thump coming from the yeah. air. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'll and put, I'll as put, yeah. The band, as the evening goes on, it gradually gets louder, at least it seems that way to me. And I start, I can't hear myself, I can't hear myself, so I'm a little back just a little bit. Yeah, we did, uh, we did an amphitheater tour in the U.S. in um 2015 to support our album sometime last night. And we did two bass cabs, one on stage right and one on stage I left. Love that. So I could go all the way on the other side oh, of the nice. stage yeah. and Rocky would be jamming to the bass. It was pretty bomb. That was I nice. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. A lot more low end on stage. Yep. Always use more low end. Yeah, I like to feel that too. But you guys don't have any baffles on the drums or anything? Like he's, mm-hmm. he's just playing, yeah. No, he has actually massive cymbals. Yeah. He's always like, yeah. shit. He fucking hits hard too. Yeah, oh yeah. Ellington rips it for sure. Yeah. He's always like, we're going into these. Um, just because we haven't played shows and we haven't toured in like a, over a year, year and a half or so, so we're doing slightly smaller venues. And he was like, should I be getting smaller cymbals for this? <laughs> His crash is like 22 inches or something like that. I know. And these things, like mine, I, I didn't, I don't know anything about drums. I just bought some freaking cymbals and they're way too small. So I told yeah. him. But he wants to go back the other way. He's like, wow, these things might be too big, huh? Well, just because yeah. the rooms are going to be a little smaller. Yeah. yeah, just for this. Like, when you're, when you're in an amphitheater, it's all good. Right. You know, the, the, you got to add all of it to the, to the mics. But in a room, it's like no mics and the cymbal's too big. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> and they can be really piercing in your eardrums after a while, too, depending on what side you stand on. Yeah. For me. It's when in ears come in handy, too, yeah. then again. Yeah, this is, you walk off stage and, like, one ear is, oh. like, 
just completely collapsing oh, yeah. together. Yeah. You're like, oh, that. this is not good. Yeah. No, and I get why that plexiglass is around sometimes. You know, yeah, like, yeah. that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. if you're on that symbol side. The one that really, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, a big chorus is yeah. all crash. Yeah. <laughs> the whole song. Thanks, man. And of course, you don't know when you're on stage. You're just standing right in front of oh, them, yeah, like, taking jam. it all in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Loving every minute of it. Well, we're gonna have to go to the glass house and. Pomona, I guess, when these guys come yes. around. Yes, yes, definitely come hang. We got a big tour coming up. We do, this yeah. We EP. Yep, yeah, yeah. We're supporting the new editions EP. Uh, I think we start like um, June June seventeenth or something like yeah. that. Yeah, mid June. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Glasshouse is towards the end. Okay, Jeez, that's soon, guys. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, when are you guys gonna up. start rehearsing? Uh, I think we got. I think we got. We Rocket. don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably, we'll probably book out uh, our rehearsal spot probably like probably a week before we go. We'll probably do like a week and then we'll head right yeah. on the road. Yeah, yeah. Keep it nice and fresh. Yeah. yeah. And you guys start from scratch like you haven't. You guys aren't playing along to the. Oh, uh, we played two uh, like pre-release shows. Uh, one in New York and one in L.A. So nice. I think we kind of have an idea of what we're gonna do. But now those are just pre-release shows, so we keep them relatively short. So now this is like a full tour set, so we'll probably play like an hour and a half or so, yeah. hour 15. Yeah. So we can add in a couple of the other oldie favorites, maybe play a new song. But this record is more, like you said, an R&B thing, so are you going to be able to take liberties with some of the tunes? Are you going to overdrive a little bit more? We, we already kind of threw a little more guitar in it, because I was debating on if I was going to play a keyboard or a sampler mm-hmm. of some mm-hmm. sort. But Riker was like, yo, do not put a keyboard in the front of the stage. He was like, hardcore against it. Yeah. So we ended up, as of now, and it may change down the road. Yeah. We ended up just, I'm just playing guitar. I just kind of threw in a couple more guitar parts. And he put a guitar solo keyboard. on every song. Every single song, there's some sort of guitar solo. No, oh, my boy, boy, is there one in there? There's not one in there, man. Except if. Except if. There's one in Red Velvet? Yeah, bro. Bump, 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 and you're like, you're I mean, right. you play that, you play that, oh. but it's not, it's not really a solo, but it's a lead part. It's a riff. Added. You know, yeah. that should be a solo because that riff is so sick. Yeah, it is. Right it's not, it reminds me of that song. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's it like sounds an like an MJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's a, MJ, it's so it's a string part from MJ song. It totally is. Basically, is that real quick? You've got a movie coming up, or it's out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Movie. Well, it's not out quite yet, but you have distribution. So we sold it. Yeah, we sold it for to a distributor, and basically what that means is now there's a possibility of it being in theaters, mm-hmm. which is actually highly likely now. Um, whereas before, when you're in an indie film, you never really know what's going to happen. Well, the right. fact that you're getting amazing reviews is yeah. going to help. Yeah, yeah. So the film's called My Friend Dahmer. It's basically about how Jeffrey Dahmer became the monster that we know him to mm-hmm. be today, basically, obviously. If you don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, he killed and cannibalized 17 young men. So yeah, so the movie is based about based around his, uh, oops, sorry, his high school years. Um, and we sort of just go through that time in his, in his life. And it's, and it's getting great reviews right now. We're really stoked about the reactions and uh, I will going say, to a few more festivals. We saw it, and yeah. it's unbelievable. You're... Um Either your dad or maybe it was Rylan told me he watched it and he he got a little creeped out. Yeah, by you, but yeah, your yeah. portrayal of Jeffrey Dahmer. He, yeah, was, luckily it's not haunted me yet though. Yeah, Ro- <laughs> luckily funny. I still have the same relationship with my family. Right. Yeah, Ross is so good in it though. Like, and you know, we know Ross right very mm-hmm. well. Of course, and you're watching this thing going. I don't know. You're who forgetting the hell that guy. Yeah. Is. Well, That's let me great. ask. Let me ask you this, then, Ross. When yeah. you when you first got the Austin and Alley gig, Yo. did you were your chops pretty strong at that point, or were you learning on the fly? I'm 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 pretty much a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. Uh-huh. Gotta be honest with you. Even <laughs> when I got to Dahmer, I wasn't 100 percent sure what I was going to do. Yeah, but you but worked like your before, ass off on that show, and you know what it's like. To be yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin and Alley was definitely my learning foundation. Yeah, yeah. But prior to that, I had been in front of camera, and that was right. great help. But Austin Alley was like yeah. acting school in front of people, basically. Right. But yeah, even with Austin Alley, I was just fine by the seat of my pants. And features are still different, you know, like you said. Different very, very different. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But still, you know, of the same world. And yeah, it, even to this day, like we're, we're writing records and we're still just like, let's figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what all of us are doing, man, right? Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it. Yeah, me yeah, too. It got great it, reviews. At, I'm uh, excited Tribeca. for you to see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a funny thing about life. If you really think about it, like, most of the time, 
Nobody really has a clue what the fuck they're right. doing. Yeah. <laughs> and We're if they think they do, it up as they lie. Go. They're bullshitting <laughs> yeah, if they yeah. say they've got it figured totally. out. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You might you might be ninety percent sure you're good, but there's ten percent you don't really have a clue what you're doing. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but like somebody said, man, if you have an opportunity, you just say yes and take it and yeah. figure yeah. it out later. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, what a great great time with r5 i had a lot of fun ah this was fun thanks yeah, guys man, thanks thank for having you. us thank yeah. you very much for having us guys this Absolutely. has been uh we, you popped our podcast cherry so. <laughs> ah yeah nice to know anyway guys thanks again for coming yep. we're gonna wrap up the scratch cast with a little more r5 and uh, we'll see you next time Shit. i keep telling them too i keep telling them she likes to make me think that I'm a freak just for her velvet All wrapped in between her ivory and I can't help it Listening and overcame, ocean I'll repeat again Oh baby you were worth the wait, baby you were worth the wait yeah. When you're wearing velvet girl Takes me to another world